give the final talk here and move to giving thanks like the pilgrims. Giving thanks is not just for the pilgrims to do, nor are the pilgrims the only thing to be thankful for. We don't want to build monuments to the men of old and then not also imitate uh, their virtues. If we think well of them for giving thanks, we should also give thanks. Uh, the, best, the best monuments are living monuments, and that's one reason why any deaf and dumb monument exists, uh, to encourage us to imitate these things. Let me start by reading Psalm 103, verses 1 through 5. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits, who forgives all your iniquity, who heals all your diseases, who redeems your life from the pit, who crowns you with steadfast love and mercy, who satisfies you with good, so that your youth is renewed like the eagles. How would we give thanks like the pilgrims? Well, first and foremost, we would give thanks in accordance with the scripture. And, and what the scripture would have us to do. And that is what motivated them to give thanks. We've heard already how they gave thanks throughout the year, throughout their circumstances, looking at the Lord's goodness in, in various circumstances. Um, they also had particular times of giving thanks, both maybe more informally with that first Thanksgiving with the pilgrims, a special manner of rejoicing over the harvest, Sometimes they would call particular days of thanksgiving, as they would also call for days of fasting and prayer. Um, and that, those two traditions kind of merged in New England history, such that by the 1700s you had an uh, a annual day of thanksgiving often being called uh, that turned into our modern holiday of thanksgiving. So there's special times of thanksgiving that should be used. Take the opportunity to make the most of them to give thanks as a reminder and as an opportunity to express that, but then, of course, uh, continually as well. The first way of giving thanks, though, is to reflect and to remember. As Psalm 103 says, Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits. Uh, you can't just stir yourself up to be thankful unless you have something to be thankful for, and you remember it, and you know it. So take time to meditate upon what God has done. As Psalm 107 says as well, which we already read responsively part of it, it ends by saying, I have to turn one more page. Whoever is wise, let him attend to these things. Let them consider the steadfast love of the Lord. Let them attend to them. Let them meditate. Meditate upon the deeds of the Lord. In fact, Psalm 111 says that they should be studied. Great are the works of the Lord, studied by all who delight in them. And so, begin your giving thanks by reflecting, meditating, examining, studying the things that you have to be thankful for, what God has done and what he has done for you, and how you have benefited from these things. Remember things both old and new. So there's some things that were done a long time ago that you are benefiting from right now. Can you think of a few things? How about the creation of the world? Uh, how about the uh, redemption through Jesus Christ on the cross? 
Think of historical events like God's preservation of the pilgrims. You know, you have born into a world that is filled with many good things. Uh, just as the Israelites came into Canaan and they received fields and wells that they didn't work for, well, so an infant, when it's born into the world, there's a wealth already there for them that has been uh, brought to them by the creation, by God's design, by a sustaining work of providence, and has worked through many people, forefathers, generations, so that you now dwell where you are, so that you now have God's truth present, accessible to you, uh, that you have so many opportunities for good that were given to you as a gift. Remember things also done for you recently, in the past year, in your lifetime. Uh, how you came into possession of these good things that were done long ago and new things that are being done. As the pilgrims themselves were attentive continually, not only to historical events like the Reformation, translation of the Bible into English, those were past events for them too, uh, but also things that were happening on their journeys, in their travels, in their experience. Look what the Lord has done. So what gifts has God given you? Spiritual things, earthly things, things of this life, things of the life to come. And not only remember things. What other things do you have to be thankful for besides things? People. Remember the people that you have received. How often does the Apostle Paul give thanks to God for the saints that he knew, that he was writing to? I give thanks to God uh, in every remembrance of you. I give thanks to God for seeing the, after seeing the love and the faith that you have demonstrated. Uh, he gives thanks to God because it's God who is working these things in these people and that God had brought these people into the church to be of great usefulness to others, uh, that he gave thanks to God for, for you, for people. So remember the good things that you have received. Remember the good things you've received with others. Remember what God has done for your family, your church, your country. Begin by reflecting and remembering. And then, be thankful and give thanks. Colossians three fifteen through 17 says, And let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts, to which indeed you are called in one body, and be thankful. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly, teaching and admonishing one another in all wisdom, singing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs with thankfulness in your hearts to God. And whatever you do in word or deed, do everything in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. First of all, he says, be thankful. It's an attitude. It's uh, an attitude of the heart in response to that memory of benefits received. Be thankful. Uh, You cultivate that by remembering. You stir it up by expressing it. But first, don't just give thanks. You also be thankful. Then secondly, give thanks. Express that thankfulness that is in your heart. Tell God thank you. Give him thanks. Do so in prayer. We also do that in song. That's what Colossians says here. Singing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs with thankfulness in your hearts to God. In Psalm 107 as well, it says, Let them offer sacrifices of thanksgiving, and tell of his deeds in songs of joy. How do we give thanks to God? In songs of joy, which recount his deeds. Uh, the pilgrims loved to sing. They sang the psalms 
uh, translated or versified by Ainsworth. Uh, it's biblical, what you, uh, uh, a way to express your gratitude to God. Give thanks to God privately, secretly, publicly. Uh, again and again, the Psalms not only say, I'll give thanks to you, God, but also I'll do so in the great assembly. I'll do so with your people. It's the great desire that seeks an outlet, not only privately, but among the people, to give thanks with one another and to stir one another up to thanks. Give thanks by making God's deeds and goodness known. Again, in conversation and in worship, but to recount the good things that he has done is a way of giving thanks. And then, of course, to make the right use of special days of Thanksgiving is how we do this. In uh, pilgrims in early New England, this will usually include both a worship service, at least in the morning, as well as feasting and celebration afterwards. Uh, Like most holidays, the corporate worship part uh, declined over the centuries, uh, but at least the aspects of worship, as well as rejoicing and meditating, reflecting, uh, as we're doing here, as we remember the history, are right uses of days of thanksgiving. And that's really the, I said, meditate to give thanks. The third thing is to be joyful and to rejoice. Here's a really interesting verse. Deuteronomy 28, 47 through 48. If you know anything about Deuteronomy, you realize that's during the, that's in the curses section. All right. Uh, why are we going to the curses section to talk about rejoicing? Well, it says, Because you did not serve the Lord your God with joyfulness and gladness of heart because of the abundance of all things, therefore you shall serve your enemies whom the Lord will send against you. We learn a couple things there. First of all, rejoicing with gladness because of the abundance of all things is a way of expressing thankfulness. Right? If you've received a bunch of things, you should be joyful. You should serve the Lord with gladness. Gladness of heart. So joy and gladness are thankful responses to his gifts. But secondly, you should really do so. Uh, They were being judged because they did not serve the Lord with joy and gladness, but rather forgot him in the midst of their prosperity. So be joyful. Rejoice to the Lord. Receiving his gifts as gifts. When Edward Winslow described the first Thanksgiving, he said, Our harvest being gotten in, our governor sent four men on a fowling, so that we might, after a special manner, rejoice together after we had gathered the fruits of our labors. So Thanksgiving ought to be joyful, and uh, we ought to be joyful. Again, being joyful is an attitude of the heart. Take joy in God's gifts, delight in them. Be grateful by taking joy in him. If you give someone a gift, or if someone gives you a gift, how do you show gratitude? If, if you give someone a gift, do you want them to be happy in receiving it? Or do you want them to be all kind of glum and it's like, oh, I don't really need this gift. I'm, I, this is too much. I, I don't want a gift. I'm, I'm, to be all dour about it. Does, does that make you feel like you were, gave them a good gift? You want them to enjoy it or to rejoice and to enjoy it and to be happy in receiving it as an expression of gratitude. So gratitude and joy 
mixed together. Be grateful by being joyful, and then be grateful for being made joyful. Uh, hopefully it becomes a spiral. But then, like being thankful leads to giving thanks, being joyful leads to rejoicing. And so it's appropriate, especially in days of thanksgiving, um, but also in other times too, to give thanks by celebrating and enjoying God's gifts. Certainly one of those ways is something we've already mentioned, to rejoice in song. In James, he says, is anyone suffering? Let him pray. Is anyone cheerful? Let him sing praise. It's an expression of joy. Songs of joy, as Psalm 107 said. Music as used to rejoice. So maybe do so on Thanksgiving. Sing, or at least have good music uh, to be joyful in what God has given. Rejoice by feasting. In Esther, when the people were delivered from annihilation, they had a day of joy and gladness and feasted. When the people came back from exile and heard the words and understood it in the days of Nehemiah, and they started to weep because they understood the law and and understood their failings, yet they said, this day is holy to the Lord. It's a day of joy. The joy of the Lord is your strength. Go home and eat the fat things. Uh, This is a day to feast. Of course, it was, in that case, um, the Feast of Trumpets, it was a particular holy day. Uh, But when we have days set apart for Thanksgiving, we should be joyful on them. We should enjoy the gifts that he has given, and that can be food and drink are some of those gifts. Now, you might think, well, is is that really valuable compared to the eternal things that we have been given? But it's the same God who's given them, and it's good to see his goodness in all the things that surround us. And faith in Christ is necessary to enjoy and give thanks and good conscience. Christ has given us back all that we forfeited by our sins. And so we can see all the good things, even of this life, as things that we enjoy in good conscience because of Jesus Christ. Rejoice with others. Send portions. That's another thing that's described in the Bible. Send portions to those who don't have food to rejoice. Don't leave others out. Rejoice also in recreations and sports and games. At least that's how the pilgrims did it. Exercise their arms. Not their arms, but their arms. Well, arms or arms. Um... The Puritans were all about good recreation. They didn't like the bad type of recreation, like drunkenness that would lead you unprofitable for everything and wouldn't even make you cheerful in the end, Uh, but rather useful recreations that would help you even to be cheerful. And it would be good if it was profitable too, as, uh, as, for example, being a good shot. Another expression of joy that we find in the Bible is that of dancing. In Jeremiah 31, verse 4, when they're being brought back from exile, Again I will build you, and you shall be built, O virgin Israel. Again you shall adorn yourself with tambourines, and you shall go forth in the dance of the merrymakers. Later on in that chapter, They shall come and sing aloud on the height of Zion, and they shall be radiant over the goodness of the Lord, over the grain, the wine, the oil. Over the young of the flock and the herd, their life shall be like a watered garden, they shall languish no more. Then shall the young women rejoice in the dance, and the young men and the old shall be merry. I will turn their mourning into joy, I will comfort them, and give them gladness for sorrow. So remember and reflect upon the deeds of the Lord. Be thankful and give thanks to the Lord, and be joyful then. And rejoice in the Lord. 
because he has given you good things. And then in conclusion, having done these things, go forth with renewed consecration to the Lord. You are to serve the Lord with joy and gladness. He has given you these things, and the greatest thing to give him in gratitude is, as the song said earlier today, uh, to give him your heart, uh, to renew consecration to the good Lord. You have tasted of the goodness of the Lord, and so eagerly follow him with joy and gratitude. Let's pray. Dear Father, we thank you for the examples of gratitude that we find both in Scripture and in history. Uh, We pray that you would also cause us to uh, ourselves be stirred up to gratitude. We give you thanks for good things of old and new good things as well. And we pray that you would uh, stir us up to gratitude that we might be filled with joy. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen.